The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with April J. Ford. April has faced adversity in her life, such as childhood sexual abuse and becoming a widow and a single parent at 32. Through all of her challenges, she has managed to rise above them and conquer her life. She'll help you to do the same. Now, here is your host, April Ford. Welcome to You're Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. I'm April Joy Ford. Our episode today is Women Are Better Together, You Are Not Alone. And before I bring on my special guest, Michelle Patterson, you guys know I always love to say hello to all of our listeners out there. I'll start off here in the United States with some of the cities, including... Atlanta, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, Chicago, San Antonio, Phoenix, Houston, Sacramento, and going abroad. Who do we have? We've got France, China, Japan, Australia, Vietnam, Israel, Ireland, Vietnam, and the list goes on and on. So thank you to all of our listeners globally out there. So I offer this show as an example for people who may feel alone during adversity that they are not alone, and that there is hope. Your journey called life is filled with happiness, success, fulfillment, and even disappointments and adversities. I am here to say that there's golden blessings to be discovered, even when life throws you a curveball, and you can still experience joy. I created a formula in four steps on how to have a blueprint to rise above life's challenges, and these are Recognize, respond, reevaluate, and rebalance. Now, this roadmap or blueprint will guide you on finding who you are and how to handle challenges. This is how you will transition and transform into who you're truly meant to be. To find out more, go to the website at feeljoyagain.com. I believe on taking a holistic approach on implementing the four steps. So this show will bring on expert guests focused on empowerment. Now, with today's show, uh, considering that, you know, many women have many roles and responsibilities in the household, workforce, community, and society, you know, as that continued to evolve, we all know that comes with many challenges and complexities. And our guest, Michelle Patterson from the California Women's Conference and the Women Network is here to discuss how women can take an approach to be empowered in all areas of their lives. When women shine their light on other women, they can create an environment and culture of change. You know, it really takes collaboration and not competition, and women are really better together. Michelle will also share the history of how the Women's Conference has evolved globally with the Women Network. And previous speakers at the conference have included the Dalai Lama, First Lady Michelle Obama, Oprah, former Prime Minister of Britain, Tony Blair, and the list goes on and on. 
Michelle is the CEO of the Women Network, a media and production company giving women a voice to share their message. Women Network is creating the largest community of women globally, and they are the exclusive event producer of the California Women's Conference. Welcome, Michelle. Oh, thank you, to April. No, I'm, excited to, uh, I'm excited to spend this next hour with you and your listeners and very, very uh, just excited about the message that you are delivering and, and taking a, a, a really difficult situation and being able to teach others. So really great, great work that you're doing. Uh, and thank, I, you, thank I, you for that. And I'm, I'm so honored myself to have you. I know you're a busy woman out there on a mission. I should say to my audience, you know, congratulations. I should have introduced you as the Dame Michelle Patterson because you were knighted <laughs> last year for all of your humanitarian work. Um, I, I believe that was the Knights of the Orthodox Order of St. John, Russian Grand Priori. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, it was, uh, in fact, when I was approached about it and it was a year-long process, the comment that I had was, well, no, I want to be called a knight. I don't want to be called dame. <laughs> and so they, they explained to me, okay, it doesn't really work that way. And this for is the a women, group that, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. And this is a group that's been going on for over a thousand years. They actually originated setting up hospitals and, and uh, founding and creating hospitals. So it's, it's, oh. it's a really amazing group to be aligned with. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a huge honor. Right, and also I think the same year you were honored as Woman of the Year by the World Boxing Council. So, oh my gosh! I it actually was the it was the month after, which was it was the funniest. Uh, really, it was just a wild, wild year. But that particular year, I had was invited to speak at the WBC, the World Boxing Council, and it was in Vegas, and we were at the MGM. And I remember I was getting phone calls saying, "You know, Michelle." We need you down here. We need you at at the uh, the big arena. And I said, "Well, I'm not supposed to speak until tomorrow." And they said, "Well, we need you here." So I walk. I get down there. I walk in, and I walk into this room where it's representing 165 countries. There's over a hundred uh, just world champions, boxing champions, and you had you know Sugar Ray. You had Mike Tyson. Holyfield, I mean, the whole group. And then they escort me all the way to the front. And I'm at this table surrounded by these world champions. I sit down, I'm next to Holyfield and, you know, Tyson. And uh, What know, was going on through your mind? Were you asking well, yourself, what am I, I doing I literally here? was trying to figure out, like, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, I've never been a boxer, but we mm. have done some work with the WBC in... Mexico. So uh, Mauricio Solomon is up on stage, and as I sit down, he is going through and he's giving out awards, and then he starts talking and he says, you know, I want to introduce to you an individual I met in Mexico who's doing great things for women around the world, and, you know, and right away, you know, I'm sitting with, you know, a, a couple tables of, of uh, men, and I knew, you know, all right, oh my gosh, she's talking about me so I throw my phone over to uh, do video to you know to get get it on film mm-hmm. and and I end up going up on stage and he then says to me do you want to say something and at that moment April my mindset was okay what what am I doing up here <laughs> yeah what do I say <laughs> put your boxing gloves on Michelle <laughs> here? 
And, you know, I, so I ended up, and he, he then says it again. And he says, you know, do you want to say something? And so I go up to the mic, and I had said, you know, he just lost his father. His father was, for, for um, the, the initial uh, president for the WBC, mm-hmm. and this is the first time they honored a woman of the year in 52 years which is, you know, incredible. And so I went up and I said, you know, and they, they he just lost his father, uh, now the newly appointed president. And I said, you know, I never had a chance to meet him, but I want, I'm telling you that he could not be more proud of the work that the WBC is doing in honoring women, especially in a time when so many different sporting events need this. And, right. you know, I ended up raising up the award. I had the big belt in my hand uh, and said, you know, this is for all the women and mm-hmm. and the crowd went crazy and it was just, you know, such a neat, neat experience and something that I'll definitely treasure, you know, forever. And I'm actually going uh, this next month uh, to Mexico and I'll present the award to uh, the next woman of the year, which is, again, a huge, huge honor. Wow, very honored and again, so privileged to have you to share that story with us. Like I said, you are a woman on a mission. Share with our audience, you know, the history and how the Women's Conference has evolved globally with the women network that it is today. Yeah, so I I, um, I love sharing this because it's one of those stories where, you know, I look back on it and reflect and I think, gosh, you know, if I knew what I was getting into and what... I, what was in store for me, I probably would have ran the other way and said, no, I don't want to do it, because it was just, it, it, there was so much. And a, a good friend of mine, Cheryl Osborne, she runs a $150 million construction company, and she makes the comment, she says, you know, there's two things to success. It's ignorance and persistence. And sometimes not knowing, you know, is, is really what you need to be able to get through it. But I Yeah, on- that makes sense, because we, we can be... You know, like you said, intimidated or overwhelmed with fear, and you, like you said, you probably would have ran the other direction. Like, what? I've got to go through what? I've got to do this and that. Well, you're absolutely right. To from a passion standpoint, and and I I get asked this oftentimes is you know were you afraid? And and I'll say yeah, I was a, I was afraid every single day, but my passion was so much greater than my fear. And what happened was my first year taking it on, the conference. I mean, I ended up just a few months before, had major surgery. Um, my grandmother, who lived with us for nine years, my kid's great-grandmother, uh, she passed away. Um, we ended up, we hired a sponsorship company, and the sponsorship company had pipelined $7 million in funding. Wow. They, um, they thought, you know, it's a multi-million dollar event, and they came back and said, you know, we're doing all these different things, and we're going to be able to bring in seven million. Well, out of the seven million that they committed to bringing into, that they thought they were going to bring in, the total. Are you ready for this? <laughs> the total was a hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow! Out of yeah, the just slightly seven. off, slightly uh, off course. Just, just a little bit. Just a just little, little bit. <laughs> so, seventeen days prior to the California Women's Conference, I am one point eight million in a deficit. Oh, my and goodness. The interesting thing is I had interviewed. This is a conference that's been going on. We're getting ready in 2016. We'll celebrate 30 years of doing this event. And I 
I actually had the honor of interviewing the governor that started the conference when I was 12 years old for the eighth grade school paper, and it was Governor George Duke Majin. So for me, it was very, um, just very serendipitous. It was, you know, life coming full circle. And when I'm interviewing him, you know, I'm asking really profound questions. What's your favorite hobby? How many kids do you have? (laughs) At 12. You're only 12. At 12. I mean, they're really impactful questions. And he looks at me and he says, Michelle, that was the best interview I've ever heard. And I can remember at that moment feeling empowered and feeling like, Mm -hmm. wow, you know, my, my opinion, you know, I matter. You know, I'm relevant and the world needs me. And so... I went on to, you know, I was president of my high school. I was student body president. I went to Loyola Marymount. I worked in Sacramento um, and then started my own company and worked in recruiting. So I ended up going down that path. But when the senator, um, I got a phone call saying, hey, would you be interested in taking on this event? I thought, oh, my gosh, how, how random is that? It's, you know, again, there are no accidents. Here I am taking on the same right. event. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I was 1.8 million in a deficit 17 days before, and I had my advisors, you know, telling me, Michelle, shut the shut event down. down. Yeah. You know, shut it down. My comment back was, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to shut this event down. We need to do this. And there were so many different miracles that happened during that whole process. And it still gives me an upset stomach a little bit to talk about it because it was, you know, it was it was tough. I mean, really tough. But um, but we got through it, and you know, and again, had some just incredible opportunities and and learned so much during during that time. So much so that we have been able to put it all over the world. And you know, we've done Women Network Nigeria, Women Network New York. Um, we had seven locations uh, get released in the last five months and and then have this signature event that's happening. So it's just, you know, it's it's surprising. I think sometimes we, we think that we're not able to do the things that we need to do. And I think your message really hits home for so many, and that is, you know, you're not alone. I mean, mm-hmm. I I didn't do that conference by myself. That conference was done because... I did two things. I asked, I asked for the help, and then I received the help. And that's, right. that's, the defining, that's the defining moment. So often our ego gets in the way, or we don't want to share, we don't want to appear foolish or look bad, and so we don't share what our passion is. We don't share where we're headed. And, 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 and when people don't know what you're up to and they don't know how they can help, then... They're not able to receive it. Yeah. 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 I think you you brought up a good point. Is the two things. First, you've got to ask so that people can acknowledge in what area and what capacity they can help you. And you have to be willing to humble yourself to ask for the things that you need and also receive the help. I mean, oh my gosh, I can only imagine the stress two weeks before, you know, a mega event like this and you're in such a deep deficit like you said counting down the time but you made it happen you know you were very um like your friend cheryl said well it's got to be through persistence and and passion for you to um make your dreams and to come true and not only your dreams but the the women out there that you've impacted to not shut it down exactly and 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 it's i mean i 
had so many different experiences where I'll be out, you know, at a, you know, getting a passport, in fact, and the woman that was uh, doing the paperwork, I'm in line, and and she says, are you, you know, do you put on that conference? And she starts crying, and she says, you know, I almost gave up. I was putting my son through college, and I'm a single mom, and I went to that conference, and I was empowered, and I left there knowing I could do it. I could absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with my son, and he's like, Mom, come on. Here we go again, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let's take our break right now, and when we come back, I want Michelle to share more of, you know, why are we really better together as women, and why does she think that women need this platform and to be able to share their voice? So more from Michelle when we come back from our commercial break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past taught her the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking on the link on the You Are Not Alone show page. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. tuned into you are not alone to reach april j ford or her guest on today's program you may call in to 1-888-346-9141 again that's 1-888-346-9141 if you'd rather send april an email her email address is april j ford at joys now back to you are not alone how to rise above life's challenges 
We are back with Michelle Patterson, the CEO of Women Network, a media and production company giving women a voice to share their message. Women Network is creating the largest community of women globally, and they are the exclusive event producer of the California Women's Conference. So back with Michelle. Michelle, why do you think women need a voice? I, I don't even think it's so much with women as much as our world. Our world needs women. It, and it really goes back to it's not a, a male or female thing. It's having the tapping into 100% of the talent pool versus 50%. Mm-hmm. And having women and men engaged and making sure that they both have a voice. If it was reversed and it was, you know, it was all women and we didn't have men participating in men on boards and in elected positions, we'd have the same conversation. We'd be, we'd be talking about, okay, what do we need to do to be able to get that diversity? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in another episode that I had here on You're Not Alone, my guest, Beth Roz and I talked about better ways, you know, I know specifically we're talking about in women today in, in this segment of being, doing, and having it all, uh, more like what I call the redefined, 2.0 version of being an alpha mom, but what would you suggest for women on how to manage all of our roles and responsibilities? And with that, it comes with your point of, well, we've got to coexist both male and female with, you know, in all industries and all roles and responsibilities. Can you add to that? Absolutely. Well, and, no, you bring up a really good point because that mindset of, you know, I want to have it all. And there was a study that was done. It was a 50-year study by Gallup Poll, and it's one of our sponsors for the California Women's Conference. And what they came out with was that in order to have your best life, in order to be happy and be fulfilled, is you needed to have these five areas integrated. And these five areas, it's career, physical, financial, social, and community. And so when those five areas were working uh, collectively together, and again, not all, you know, working at optimal pace, but they were, they were intertwined. Um, mm. That then led to your happiest life. And right now in our world, men and women, we see that only 7% of the population is doing all five. And so breaking it down, when you look at career, and this applies to individuals who are retired, it's how are you spending that time? What are you doing mm. with your time? And then you jump over to the physical is just having the energy to do the things that you want to do. Um, the financial piece, I, I, I love this one because I think people think, oh, you know, the individuals that make, you know, the big bucks and, and the millionaires and the billionaires. And I have friends that, that, are, that fall into that category where they make millions and they're mm-hmm. not the happiest people. Right. It's, right. it's really the happiness meter doesn't jump off the charts when you're making the millions. It's, mm-hmm. And then when you look at the next one, which is relationships and social, the relationship piece is, you know, again, looking at the relationships that you have and how, you know, how you've grown those relationships and, and, and what those um, mean to both you and to the individual that you have the relationship with. And then the, the, the last one is community. And community is, again, how are you giving back? You know, how are you participating in your community? And, and it could be, you know, you know doing uh, philanthropic work, 
Um, it could be within your community, like your physical community where you live. But, you know, what's your give back? And what, mm-hmm. what the studies show is that when you're being of service, when you're getting out of your own way and out of your own mind and you're being of service, that's when we're happiest. And so with women in particular, and, and I always share this, is women supporting women and recognizing is we all have been given amazing gifts. You know, I have a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, April, you have an amazing gift. Um, you're, you, you go through and everybody's got these amazing gifts, but none of us were given all the gifts. And so what happens is rather than show up and compete for that one spot or you know, compete with each other of, you know, well, gosh, why don't I have that gift? Or because I don't have that gift, I'm going to, I, I feel insecure, so I want to compete and I should have that. Rather than go in it from that standpoint, instead, when we come together and it's like, okay, I've got this gift, you've got this gift, collectively, when we come together and, and we collaborate, that's when the magic happens. That's when we're able to really make huge strides and and have a significant difference. And we have example over example over example of when that happens. And and again, we're we're living our best lives when we're when we're doing that, when we're when we're really truly coming together and and celebrating our individual gifts but also collaborating together. Right. I totally agree with the five areas and if you guys are taking notes, hopefully you guys picked that up on Career, your you know your physical health. I'll just put it physical, uh, financial, social, or relationships, and then community, giving back to the community. But really having, you know, there's no word such as balance. So I'll put that word out there in quote. But really recognizing and bringing awareness that all those areas in our our life are really important, and we shouldn't just focus on our career or we shouldn't just focus on our finances because then you'll see the misalignments or other havoc that's creating in your life. It could be you know compromising your health or maybe your relationships are not healthy and harmonious. So I think people really do um, that's just a simple you know, simple thing that they can check of like, well, am I really being quote unquote balanced in all these areas? And you can just bring awareness um, to that to, like you said, living your best life. And I think that's really important. Yeah, we did. Um, in fact, uh, I'll make sure that you get it and, and people can go in. It's free on Women Network. Um, so you go to womennetwork.com, but we did a best life blueprint. And it literally just, it's very simple, you know, four page document where it walks you through creating your best life. And, and it's not about what somebody else wants for you, but really digging down deep and what inspires you, what ignites you, what are you passionate about, where is it that you want to go? And oftentimes what happens is we go in and we think, you know, okay, you know, I don't have a plan and somebody else wants me to do something, so I'm going to do what they want versus, mm-hmm. you know, what is it that I, I really want? And so this encourages you to be able to go ahead and put together your plan and, and, and really being able to see how you can incorporate these five areas. Um, right. I know for me personally, I was, I was getting up and I'm speaking about it and, you know, I really pay close attention to the five areas and I would get asked, you know, Michelle, what's the one area that you struggle with? And the one area was physical. I was having a hard time with physical. I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating healthy. And I loved my glass of wine. I loved, you know, eating, you know, 
the 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 the, the burrito mm-hmm. <laughs> and um I ended up getting um sick I got shingles and mm. which was horrific if you know of anybody that has it it's not fun at all and I ended up doing um as a result of uh, getting that I ended up doing a juice cleanse and so I did a 60 day green juice cleanse like literally not Nothing else but green juice. Just once a day or all day? All day. All day. Green juice, not a piece of celery, nothing. And I I can't even tell you, I felt like a million bucks. And I was able to get super, super focused. And I just felt so good. Ended up, um, you know, being able to just completely... um, really readjust my just metabolism and my energy level and you know shingles went away and all that but I, I I felt so good and so I came off of that about a month ago and can still have continued to juice and eat really well and and now working out doing yoga and meditating and just focusing on that physical piece and what I found was that you know in order for me to be able to do the five to thrive in the five areas, I have to have the physical, you know, I have to be able to, and, and, and to your point, which I love your message. And that is, you know, don't do it alone. What I did was I filled out my five to thrive best life blueprint and I let everybody know, okay, I'm doing, you know, my 60 day juice cleanse. I got a coach, uh, my doctor and, and he was phenomenal and I notified, I let everybody know, this is what I'm doing. And so I created um, my community on Women Network and created my support team so that I could do this challenge. And, and my support team could hold me accountable and support me when, you know, when I, was, when I had some rough spots, you know, when I had the cravings and, mm-hmm. and was, uh, you know, or traveling. That was a tough one. When I was traveling, you know, all over, it's like, okay, how do you keep how do you keep doing green juice when you're in New York or mm-hmm. Catalina or and and so again it went back to you know the how is creating that plan and having a plan and then I asked for the help at, the first time I'd ever had green juice and a, like an actual you know green juice I'd had smoothies before but the first time is my first day doing the green, green juice cleanse. So I asked for that support, and um, and then again I received it. You know, and, right. and it was the only the only way you're, you're able to really I mean, get through this. It's it's not by working in a silo and working independently. By yourself, right. it's not fun either. Mm-hmm, <laughs> really, mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot yeah. more enjoyable. It is. That's a good point. And before we take our next break, I wanted to um, echo on the comment that you said when you're creating your best life blueprint you start asking yourself you know what areas could you use more work on for you as physical for somebody else it could be um, you know service in the community or their relationship but it's really for them and it's not based on somebody else's perceptions or goals for you but oftentimes I found or more often than not that I found that when people get to a place where life throws them a curveball or an adversity that's when they start to do the assessment of questioning, you know, the important life questions. You know, for me, 
um, when I lost my husband five going on six years, I started asking life, okay, what does this all this mean? You know, what's the real fulfillment or the joy of life? You know, what is this worth me being, doing and having it all? And, you know, what's my purpose in life? You know, I, I wouldn't want anybody to go through the adversities that I went to, such extremities, but I think that people sometimes, they only get to that area of their life where they're reevaluating or recognizing, you know, what areas can I improve only when life throws them a curveball, unfortunately. I think that's a really good point, and, and I think your message and my message is very similar, and that is, don't wait for life to throw you a curveball. Live now. I mean, live your best life now. We're not meant to be suffering and miserable and complaining and alone. We're supposed right. to be happy and together and loved and live your best life today. And learn, you know, learn from others. It's learn like, from learn, others. Learn, yeah, from, others. You know, learn from each other. You know, I, I wouldn't wish, you know, that $1.8 million deficit on anybody. You know, learn, you know. Um, or going through, I mean, the heartache that, that you felt. I mean, that's, that's, there's a lot of pain. And to learn from each other and come together and support one another through that. Okay, let's go ahead and take our next break. And we'll have Michelle talk more about how, you know, how women out there can work more collectively um, instead of being um, competitive and other ways of being successful. So when we come back, more with Michelle. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Joy's Gift is a 501c3 nonprofit that empowers women and youth to transition from tragedy to triumph, from loss or sexual abuse. Our program emphasizes a foundation of developing true self-mastery of independence, Our services provide a support system and infrastructure of wraparound resources for services focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Restore someone's hope, love, peace, and help them develop self-mastery of independence by sharing your gifts with Joy's Gift at www.joysgift.org. That's joysgift.org. Our world is shrinking. We get information across the planet as fast and as easily as across the street. Lately, it seems as if none of it is good. The world has become so addicted to negativity, fear, drama, and our kids are learning fast. Are you worried about your teen? Do you know where they are, who they're with, and what they're really up to? Power of Peace Radio tackles real issues that are changing the minds of the next generation. Get involved in the conversation on Monday evenings with Kit Cummings. Pop Radio is about interrupting and redirecting those who are on a dangerous course and bringing light into dark places with powerful topics and real stories. We bring hope to those who need it most because hope is the new dope. Power of Peace Radio, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into You Are Not Alone. 
To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is Ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. Welcome back. And if you're just joining us, I encourage you guys to rewind and listen to the replay. We are talking with my guest today, Michelle Patterson. And just before the break, she shared the blueprint that she calls the best life blueprint, talking about the five areas of our life, the career or physical, financial, social, and uh, community. So make sure you listen to the replay on, you know, Figuring out how you can be successful in all those areas in your life. So in this segment, Michelle, what would you say, you know, to the women out there who still have this competitive perception, you know, that's basically the only way to be successful? Yeah, you know, I think I think that's a, a really good question. And it's you definitely see a shift that's taking place. I mean, more and more women are recognizing, you know, we don't have to compete for that one spot. Um, we we can literally show up and celebrate each other's gifts and, and collectively um, just because someone else has something that you don't doesn't make them better or worse. It just, again, it really ties that group together. I... I had an opportunity, um, and I think, again, when companies start recognizing this and being able to set women um, up for success where they don't have to opt out and they don't have to make decisions um, based on, okay, you know, my family or, you know, pursuing this career advancement. And I think that's when we're really going to start to see a lot more of that, you know, extending the helping hand, um, having women, you know, in leadership roles, looking at, okay, who can I help? Who can I mentor? One of the things that we're doing with Women Network is that when we do the conferences and the signature event and then the conferences around the world, we're capturing that content and really following, you know, a TED Talk model where women are able to watch these videos and because we don't get that those examples on television, mm-hmm. you know, of women in senior level positions and and doing, you know, amazing work, we're able to go ahead and capture that, the content uh, from these different speaking engagements, and then have that posted on Women Network and push that out. And so, really, again, celebrating women, um, making sure that it's okay to, you know, it's okay to get in there and and, and share. Um, there was a, a story that I'd like to tell with, uh, it was a company in Silicon Valley, and a company we're working with, and the... Uh, top executive had been named Women of the Year, um, and she was in the top 20 women for Silicon Valley. And so I said, oh, you know, we need to put together a press release. We need to send this out. And her comment was, oh, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't want, I don't want to be a target. Oh, she didn't want the attention. She didn't want the attention. She didn't want to be a target. I said, what do you mean by that? And she says, you know, others are going to look at that and, you know, oh, I've got it easy and, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, my husband's a stay-at-home husband and we just, we don't want the attention. And I I looked at her and I said, that is what we have to change. I said, Mm -hmm. if if all of us come together and we stop doing that, that's where we're going to make the difference. And and I'll share with you, there's another... uh, Fun little story I have. I have two teenagers. So I have a 17-year-old 
and a 16-year-old. My 17-year-old's a girl, 16-year-old boy, and my son has his best friend has um, his best friend lives down the street, and they have 11 children. And so Trina, the mom, is just this amazing Wonder Woman. I mean, she's you know raising these 11 kids, and she, she does such a great, great job as a mom. And so she is um, at her home, and my son's there, and she's making pancakes. And she's flipping the pancakes, and and she's got them, all the kids there, plus the neighborhood kids, and she's making, you know, hundreds of pancakes. Mm-hmm. And my son says, you know, laughing, and he's telling the whole group, he goes, you know, my mom, she can't make pancakes. You know, my mom's a terrible cook, and which is true. I... I am not, I did not get that gift. <laughs> I, I got a lot of gifts, but the cooking gift I did not get. And so he's going on and he's, you know, laughing and joking. And so Trina hears this and instead of, you know, it, she could have done a couple things. She could have ignored it. She could have said, you know, well, gosh, Chase, you know, you're right. You know, that's too bad. Your mom can't cook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm such a great cook. You know, I'm the best pancake maker around. And instead of doing any of that, what she did was she sat at the end of the table and she stopped what she was doing and she sat at the end of the table. She looked at my son and she said, Chase, your mom might not, you know, be the best pancake maker and, and the best cook, but your mom's helping other moms. Mm-hmm. And, and Yeah, we've got to uplift and... Edify each help other. each other. And mm-hmm. she goes, and, 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 you know, it's about moms supporting moms and, and helping one another. So my, she, she says this to my son. Of course, all the kids are just, you know, they're listening to this. And, and really, she treats this as this teaching moment. Mm-hmm. My son makes a, you know, beeline home. He comes home, and he's like, Mom, you know, I think you're great, Mom. <laughs> but this is what I said. And, you know, here he's, you know, he's throwing his mom out of the bus and, you know, mm-hmm. out of the mouths of babes, you know, for, we need a book on, you know, what to expect when you're expecting, but it should be what to expect when you're expecting, you know, when you have your teenager. Teenagers. But he, you know, he says, he goes, you know, and he tells me what he said. And so I call up Trina mm-hmm. and I just said, you know, Trina, thank you so much for what you did today. And so next thing you know, I'm, she starts crying, I start crying and we're not talking you know, again, about anything of, you know, stay home mom, mom goes to work. I mean, she just starts telling me, she goes, you know, I look at you and, you know, you're off doing these different things. And um, I just gotten back, was able to speak at the UN and, and, uh, and she goes, and, you know, I'm a stay home mom. And I go, Trina, first That's of all. That's a huge responsibility. That's a huge role. <laughs> you have 11 kids. I go, yeah. she, home, she homeschools these kids. She runs oh. this major blog. She's this, I mean, she just is got this beautiful heart, beautiful soul. And I said, what you did, what you did for me and for so many, because I'm going to tell everybody what you did. I said, you, 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 if more women act like you act and more women took that approach instead of this comparison and Mm -hmm. the caddy and, and, and just being, you know, the negative, um, what she did was she was loving. And I said, you know, by doing that, I mean, what an example you set, not only for your, for your kids and, and, and for my son, but for, for women everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we, we actually uh, presented her with Women of the Year. for uh, We had Women Network Day, and she was um, the Women of the Year for Women Network Day. 
and, and acknowledged her at the California Women's Conference. And, and again, it's, it's, you know, if we stop comparing and we start recognizing that we're truly better together, when we come together and we support one another, that's, that's when that magic happens. And, and I think the one last piece I'll leave with you on this topic is, you know, again, um, you know, none of us were given all the gifts, but again, collectively. And so when we stop doing that comparison, when we stop feeling like, you know, I've got to have it all, I've got to have it all. When I show up, you know, and I, I took over, you know, huge, huge shoes. You know, you have, you know, Maria Shriver, who was doing the California Women's Conference. You had all the first ladies, the governor's office. Wow. You know, for me, I had a lot of monkey chatter that mm-hmm. was going on in mm-hmm. my head of, you know, you're not out of the governor's office. You're not a Kennedy. You're not Maria Shriver. You know, you're, Mar- you're Michelle Patterson. You know, what, what are you going to be able to do? And once I stopped listening to that monkey chatter and I started believing, you know, in myself and I started asking for the help and recognizing I'm only one person. It, I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to be able to do it all. I mean, right. I'm, what I'm supposed right. to do is I'm supposed to ask for the help and then receive it. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let's go ahead and take our last commercial break. And I wanted to add a little bit more to that because you brought up um, a couple of follow-up questions that I wanted to ask in, uh, I think you said the shift taking place now in the workforce as well as having the mentors. Um, So when we come back with Michelle, I'm going to have her um, add to that prior question that I asked of you know, why do we still have this competitive perception? So when we come back, we'll have more with Michelle. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges? Or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past taught her the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking on the link on the You Are Not Alone show page. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned into You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is apriljford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. 
Welcome back. And just before the break, we had Michelle Patterson um, give us some examples on why women out there still have this, you know, perception of being competitive is the only way to being successful. And I wanted to expand on that just a little bit, Michelle, because you talked about, you know, there's a shift you know, currently taking place as we speak and two things that you mentioned, you know, mentors in the workforce. I think, you know, how can the workforce or the workplace aid in the challenges that women have when it comes to managing, you know, the work-life balance? Because when you're sharing this story in the prior segment, you know, I'll just share uh, quickly and briefly mine before you know, becoming an author and a speaker and a mentor that I am today, I was in the corporate world as an engineer at the largest um, semiconductor company in the world. And when I worked there and I had to go on maternity leave for my first baby, I, I still not only had to perform, but I'll put this in, in bold and highlight, basically overperform to make sure that I got my promotion for the next cycle by the time I came back from my leave. You know, I'll I'll just paint the picture. Imagine me being pregnant, having a pregnant belly, working in the lab with a room full of computers. And one evening, it was nearly midnight, my husband was calling me, okay, honey, when are you coming home? You know, after coming back from maternity leave, I was fortunate enough to have a manager and it wasn't, you know, corporate wide, but I was just lucky to have a manager who was um, able to be flexible with me in, you know, working remotely one day a week, or if I had to leave work early to accommodate my family schedule, he, you know, he was really flexible on that. But what can you suggest that the workforce or the workplace can aid in some of the challenges that women have? No, I, I think that's a really great question. It's definitely a hot, hot topic. I mean, just came back from Leadership California, and that was one of the one of the main topics is just how to be able to go ahead and not opt out, you know, be able to have a family, mm-hmm. be able to pursue your career, still have that success, and still have a family. So, you know, you'll laugh. So the running joke with my family was, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that I was actually birthing our kids, I would have missed the birth of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was a, at one point, you know, working, and my kids are only 17 months apart, so we had them back to back. Oh, same here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, like, I was like, really? Come on. Not again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it wasn't that intense. And, and I can remember my husband at the hospital calling me, and I had nine offices, and I had put myself close to one of you know, one of the um, offices was close to the hospital. And so I thought, you know, one more email, one more. I'm just, I'm almost there. I can go. And he's, he's at the hospital checking me in, but has no, oh, he's at the hospital. you know, he's got no pregnant lady. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, he's seriously, he's calling. He's like, where are you? I can't do this without you. <laughs> so, so needless to say, you know, and I was the youngest vice president for a publicly held company. Um, and I did that for 13 years. So, I missed a lot of stuff. I mean, and I'm sad to say, I missed a lot of recitals. I missed a lot of soccer games, and you know, and again, making that choice from a work versus you know home life balance, and and I felt like I had to. And so, going through this experience with creating your best life blueprint, I I did that. I mean, all the things that we talk about with Women Network, 
you know, we, we do those exact same drills and, and create that skill set. And so I did that. I went through creating my best life blueprint and said, okay, I'm not going to miss those key, key events. I'm going to make sure that I'm there and I'm planned and I'm ready to go and had the best, best intention. So I end up filling all this out and lo and behold, about a week later, I get the phone call, like uh, one of those career-changing phone calls. And in April, you'll appreciate this, being a speaker and an author, and, and, and it just the, the, the intenseness of this was I get a phone call, and it's from the United Nations. Oh, wow. Right? And so <laughs> I just had my book, um, Women Change the World, that got released. And so here I get this phone call, and it's, Michelle, we want you to come speak at the United Nations. And so, of course, you know, my response is, I'm so excited. This is amazing. (laughs) Count me in. You know, I can't wait. You know, I'm headed off to New York. This would be awesome. Mm -hmm. And I said, what's the date? Oh, no. And so they said, the date is February 26th. And that date happened to be the date of my daughter's 16th birthday. Oh, Yeah, and so right away I said, you know, thank you so much for considering me, but I am not able to come. And, uh, you know, please keep me in mind the future, Mm but I, my daughter's celebrating her birthday, and I mean, I just, there's no way I can be on the East Coast and the West Coast. I just, and and I I won't, I I can't miss that. And again, I'd sat down and came up with my five to thrive and my best life blueprint, and so this is, you know, I wasn't going to miss that. So, Hang up the phone. A couple days later, I get a call, and the call is from the United Nations again. And, and interestingly enough, it was two women, um, and and they call in. And they said, you know, Michelle, um, bring her with you. Bring oh wow, her. that's an opportunity for her. Yeah. Right, bring her with you. And so I, I I talked to Jacqueline, and and she was of course super excited. You know, we were going to spend, you know, her birthday in New York. And so on the day of her birthday, here she is, you know, with me at the United Nations. So I walk in and I get up to speak. And if you can imagine, you know, everybody's in their little headsets. And it literally Mm -hmm. takes your Mm -hmm. breath away because it's just, you know, it's like it is on TV. I mean, you're just Mm -hmm. like, wow. And she's in the second row. She's sitting next to some ambassadors. And and so I get up and I start speaking. I said, I want to thank the United Nations because I didn't have to opt out. I didn't have to make a decision between celebrating my daughter's birthday today, which her birthday is today, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. speaking with all of you. They, they, they allowed me to be able to do both. Mm-hmm. And right as I said that, a woman in the very, very back, she was being honored for uh, Girl Scouts of America, she stands up, very, very, very back row, stands up, and on the top of her lungs starts singing happy birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> and all of a Very sudden, so they nudge my daughter. So my daughter now, they have her stand up. And the entire United Nations starts singing happy birthday to my 16-year-old daughter. And she's crying. I'm crying. I mean, there's not a dry eye in the entire place. And at that time, you know, afterwards, the Secretary of State, he says, he goes, he goes, I've been, you know, part, part of the United Nations for an ambassador for 30 years. And he goes, I've never, ever heard the UN sing happy birthday. Mm-hmm. This is why we need women 
involved. Stand up. This yeah, sharing your women, voice. Yeah, just because you, women yeah. create moments. Women create experiences and 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 create changes in our world. And what was so neat was that was before the the California Women's Conference and my daughter I ended up speaking again that evening and she comes up and she then addresses the UN. And she says, you know, I want to thank the United Nations for changing my life today. Because of you, my mission is to help other girls have the same experience same that you gave me. And, and they, they recorded, I mean, it's all on a recording. So she ends up getting back from, the, from that event, and she builds out, in addition to the California Women's Conference, she builds out an entire teen program and has these millennials and these teens from all over the world come in to the California Women's Conference and speak. And, and it was just, it was so powerful. And, and I thought, you know, going back, and so my message to your audience is this. Do not, do not sacrifice, you know, the, your dreams and, and your five to thrive and living your best life is that you, you don't have to opt out. You can make the choice where you can have and celebrate with your family and you can have the career. And sometimes you do have to say, you know, no. And thank goodness that I did initially because I never would have had that experience that I had, you know, with Jacqueline. I mean, she will forever remember that. And so will everybody that was at the UN. I mean, it was such an, an amazing experience. Yeah, I can only imagine. Michelle, I wish we had more time with you today. Um, we are running a little bit on time. Where can our audience find more about your work? Oh, thank you, April. And I'm excited to, to run with you and to work with you and collaborate. I am so Let's proud of it. the work that you're doing. So they can find us on Women Network. So if you go to W-O-M-E-N Network dot com and you can go in like I said the five to thrives there and there's thrive challenges where you can go ahead and really have that support system and that community find out resources and tools that are available for you to live your best best life and and really just you know start now not next year not next month but start today living your best life all righty okay everybody there's Thank you, Michelle. Know that there's gold to be discovered in our challenges and that you are not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific here on Voice America. Make sure you go to feeljoyagain.com to receive your free weekly words of joy and more information on the four steps to create your roadmap to success. We appreciate your joining us this week for You Are Not Alone. Please tune in for another edition with host April J. Ford next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to talk again next week.